0: tonight ndc minority in parliament accuses vice president dr Baumia of copying from former president mahama and throws challenge to him to get his government to scrap e-levy and other taxes now and not wait till next year when he hopes
1: to be president he's the afrag bearer and the leader of the party so if he means well he has whatever it takes to bring a bill to parliament to get these taxes removed now. our flag bearer, His Excellency President Mahama has made public pronouncement that when given the power, we'll remove it. He's only copying him.
0: The minority has also tonight attacked the Vice President for being dishonest. We hear from the Majority Chief Whip who has been mounting a defense.
2: He's made on, on on a trottro driven by a competent driver. Given the mandate, he himself would do something different. Yes. For me, it's insignificant.
0: We also have fact-checking of some of the claims made by the vice president for you all here on Top Story. Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. My name is Evans Mensa. It has been 24 hours since Vice President Dr. Mohamedou Boumier mounted the stage to state his case for president. He attempted to create a distance between himself and the president, his boss. Well, tonight he is the subject of intense criticism uh, from the minority in, in Parliament tonight. Uh, and indeed, the minority has been taking him on. Uh, from the NDC side, they accuse him of being dishonest and copying from the opposition flag John Mahama. Now, Dr. Baumia had declared he will abolish a raft of taxes, including the controversial e-levy, if he is elected president next year. The e-levy is still being implemented and the minority has tonight thrown a challenge to the vice president to get his government to scrap the levy now and not wait till next year. We'll hear from the minority leader, Dr. Casey Latterforsing, who has been addressing a news conference shortly. But first, we have been going through the vice president's speech with a fine comb. My colleague, Kofi J. with our research desk, joins us now with some fact checking. And Kofi, let's start with the claims around inflation. The uh, vice president yesterday says inflation has declined from 54% in January
3: to 23% in December 2023. What did we find? Well, Evans, the first part of this claim is true. Uh, so according to the Ghana Statistical Service monthly consumer price index for the month of December 2023, the figure was 23.2%. So the difference is just 02 So we can forgive him for that. But it is not accurate to say that the rate was 54% in January 2024. The actual figure was 536 The difference is 04 And that's not forgivable. And uh, why is that in inflation terms? Because it's, for, for, it's significant. 0.4 in inflation, you can't just write that off. Uh, let's talk about the uh, fiscal deficit. Mm-hmm. And the vice president says that the fiscal
0: deficit, which was reduced from 8.4% mm-hmm. in 2016 to 4.1% by 2019, increased to 10.8% in 2020.
3: Let's start with 2016. He said the fiscal deficit was 8.4%. This claim is false, Evans. So we've been combing some documents. One from the Ministry of Finance 2016 fiscal data sheet. The figure there is 7.8%. Now we also um, found a different figure in the IMF 2017 Article 4, Table 1 and Page 7. The overall fiscal deficit for 2016 was 9.3%. And so dr baumier's claim there was false and, and
0: and at least they have to indicate where did they get
3: theirs from because the
0: finance mm. ministry's uh
3: position on this matter is different they quote a different number absolutely uh, to that particular uh, subject now let's also go to 2019 he quoted a figure of 4.1 in 2019. this is also false because according to the finance ministry 2019 fiscal data sheet uh, without financial sector cleanup the deficit was 4.8 percent and with the financial sector cleanup we're talking about 5.8 percent the 2020 media budget page 13 put the figure at 4.8 percent and you have the 2021 imf article 4 a document titled ghana selected economic and financial indicators 2019 to 2022 the figure there was 7.5 percent then you also have the same imf article 4 Um, The same document, without financial sector cleanup, we're talking about a deficit of 4.7. So, So all those sources again
0: have numbers different from
3: what we had yesterday from the uh, vice president. We also have 2020, he quoted a figure of 8.5% in 2020. Mm. Per our checks, this claim is also false. Finance Ministry, um, you know, 2020 fiscal data sheet, without the financial sector cleanup, The deficit was 11.7% and not 10.8%. Ministry of Finance 2020 Fiscal Data Sheet with the Financial Sector Cleanup, we're talking about a deficit of 13.8%. 2021 Mid-Year Budget, page 18 and 19, the deficit was 11.7%. Then you have the IMF, Article 4, putting the preliminary figure at 15.2%. So all these figures we've mentioned are higher than the 10.8% mentioned by the Vice President.
0: And there's another claim here which relates to spending. Mm. And the Vice President made the point that spending is under control with a fiscal deficit as a percentage of GDP has declined from
3: 108 in 2020 to 42 in 2023. Well, we've already established that his 10.8% claim in 2020 is false. So now let's go to 2023. This is partly true, Evans. If you look at the 2024 IMF Article 4 document table titled Ghana, Selected Economic and Financial Sector Indicators 2022 to 2028. The figure put there was 4.6%. So we can give him some, some slack there.
0: Uh, let's talk about the, uh, another claim that was made in 2018. Mm-hmm. A total of 346,000. 911
3: passports were issued. Well, the best place to actually get this data should be the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Regional Integration. So we decided to take a look at their, what we call the program-based budget. And according to the ministry's 2020 program-based budget, page 65, it puts the 2018 registered data at 194,549. Their target that year, 2018, was 200,000. So this is way higher than the figure that the vice president quoted.
0: Kofi, thank you very much uh, for that. Uh, going through the statement as uh, put forth yesterday by the vice president, uh, Dr. Babun Baobia, that address in which he sought to create a distance between himself and the president. Well, in parliament today, the minority leader, Dr. K. Silato had been addressing the press. He challenged the vice president, uh, accusing him, of copying his main rival, John Mahama. He wants him to scrap the levy, he says he will scrap right now and not wait till next year when he hopes to be president.
1: It should be noted that our vice president currently has the powers to remove any tax if he so wishes. This obviously for a simple reason that, one, our vice president is the chairman of the economic management team. He chairs the deliberations of all economic policies at his office. Aside that, he's also a member of President Tekufuado's cabinet. In fact, he's the second in command of President Tekufuado's cabinet. He chairs some of the cabinet meetings in the absence of the president. And in fact, in certain days that they are discussing issues relating to the economy, he more or less co-chairs with the President. So all of these economic policies that President Akufuado has implemented since 2017 were actually supervised by a Vice President. And it should be noted. His position has further been strengthened because he's now the leader of the NPP, the governing NPP for the governing party of the Republic of Ghana. He's their flag bearer and the leader of the party. So if he means well, he has whatever it takes to bring a bill to parliament to get these taxes removed now. What we are asking him to do is simple. The NDC currently opposes all these taxes he has talked about. In fact, we have opposed it here in parliament. We've opposed it in public. Our bearer, His Excellency President Mahama has made public pronouncement that when given the power, we'll remove it. He's only copying him. Aside copying him, I want to urge him that and urge the people of Ghana. The only reason why these taxes are still effective is because the NDC is not in office. So now that MPP is in the office and the vice president indeed is the chairman of the economic management team, vice president of the Republic of of Ghana, the second in command in the Kufuado's administration and also the leader of the MPP. He has whatever it takes to bring the bill to Parliament, if you saw the disaster. Let me add this. These bills were first presented to this House when he was sitting here. He came to Parliament with the minister responsible for finance to impose the e-levy. He can't turn around to come back and to tell all of us that he's not part of it. But let me add that. The General Secretary of MPP sits in Cabinet. He left Cabinet and informed the people of Ghana that the Vice President approved the e-Levy and voted for the e-Levy. The minister responsible for information, my brother Kuduopon Ponkroma, is a member of Cabinet. He says that the bill was prepared by the Vice President. So for him to prepare one bill, ask Parliament, all their members of Parliament to vote for. And to turn around to say that they should remove the tax is very disgraceful and shameful. In fact, I want to add that this shows the kind of credibility he has. He has no credibility.
0: Well, we heard from uh, a bit more of the minority MPs. Ahasan Suhini is a Tamale North MP, explaining that the vice president cannot claim credit uh, for the positives that this government had chalked.
4: Well, I think that it is ridiculous listening to... His Excellency the Vice President, approbate and reprobate. Here is a man who claims credit for some of the things that look right in the administration that he is part of and shamelessly runs away from some of the obvious failures, failures uh, of, this, of this administration. When we were told from day one and in between that he is an integral part of the policy decisions of this uh, government. And not once has he ever denied those claims, either made by the senior minister, made by the information minister, or made by the party general secretary. Not once has he ever denied the claims that he's an integral part of the policy decisions of this government. And so for him to shamelessly come out at this time to project himself as one who is uh, not to be held responsible, for some of the failures of this government, but one deserving of credit for some of the things that are, you know, seemingly positive of this government can only be a mark of, excuse my language, a dishonest person. I mean, I think that it is, it is shameful. Um, it takes politics to a new low. I mean, how on earth do you uh, a, 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 a candidate on a party ticket present what seems like your personal manifesto? We do not know the NPP's manifesto yet. In fact, when I was listening to him for a moment, I thought he was the one who formed the Butterfly Movement, because clearly, I mean, it beats one's imagination that he sounds like he is an 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 embodiment of the NPP. Because clearly, the NPP, I'm sure, will have a manifesto for the 2024 general elections. Or so that is what he was outdooring as his own personal manifesto. And in doing so, interestingly, he is seen contradicting the NPP's government policies. So it's like my personal manifesto contradicts the government policies. I dare say that if we are not careful, even the NPP's manifesto will contradict his personal policies. So perhaps, maybe Alan should have been on that NPP ticket. After all, he's a party man. And maybe he should have been, you know, with the butterfly, trying to, you know, bring about the emergence of a third force. I think that Dr. Balmier is clearly confused. He's lost directions, he's lost focus. The deception is no longer working. And I think that this new trick is just what it is, a trick.
0: Well, in Parliament, the minority side uh, have their say today. And the majority side have also been attempting to... Up a defense Let's bring in my parliamentary correspondent who joins us with uh, what we're hearing from the majority side on this controversial matter following the address yesterday. Kweku Asante joins me right now. Kweku, so we've been hearing from the Majority Chief Whip. Yes,
5: um, Frank and has have sought to answer to some of the, the, the concerns that have been expressed. By the minority by himself, by Mutalib like, Ibrahim Mohammed, by Alhassan Suley, and a number of key NDC today who have sought to respond. Your to call some has of been put on hold. Your call has. All front andorum press seeks to, I mean, put across in terms of defending the position taken by Dr. Baumia is that Dr. Baumia cannot be held responsible for everything that has gone wrong with the government, and that Dr. Baumia has clearly put out a vision that his
2: old man and if Ghanaian give him the power and the mantle to lead from 2025, then they will see the difference. He also made, confirm, and believe in him that given the mandate, he will be able to lead our country uh, to, to where we are desirous of seeing. So for me, this was important. That is his view. That is his view. And he, he, explained, he explained that he is, what do you call it, a mate on, on, on a trotro, driven by a competent... Right, right. Given the mandates, he himself would do something different. Yes. For me, it is insignificant. significant. And many people will not be able to do that. Many people will not be able to do that, to look into your boss's face and tell him that I'm going to be different. I will do this differently. That is a mark of boldness.
3: But isn't it early days yet for him to scrap off these things that he intends to roll well,
2: I don't know what you call early days, but the man is seeking to lead a country and he's just. He's once you are seeking to leave the country, you are also expected to speak to some challenges and some issues that is bothering us. And for me it is not there's no question mark about being early days yet. He's setting the tone. Somebody is moving around the country campaigning. And you want him to sit down.
0: Let me bring in right now the uh, Communications Officer, the National Communications Officer of the uh, main opposition, NDC. Sami Jainfi joins us right now. Uh, we'll also be speaking to Dr. Tia Kabiru Mahama, who is the Economic Advisor to the Vice President. Both gentlemen join me right now. Uh, Mr. Jainfi, so do, do you agree, as a Vice President, I said yesterday, that as a Vice President, he is only akin to a driver's mate?
5: That... <laughs> is ridiculous. The vice president is not akin to a driver's license because the vice president is supposed to meet the eligibility criteria of the office of president. A driver's did not have driver's license. It doesn't even need to be somebody who can drive. But in the case of the vice president. He must meet the eligibility criteria of the president because he and the president are elected on the same ticket. And the vice president stands in and acts as president time the president is unavailable. Again, a driver can start his mate as well. But a president cannot sack a vice president at well. Because that office is the creation of the Constitution. You see, so Dr. baumia is akin to a co pilot who assists the main pilot to fly an aircraft and can't be called upon to even take over the seat of the main pilot when the main pilot is fired or in the boat. He was elected on the same ticket with President Kekufuato, and therefore, bear the same responsibility for the mandate they are given by the people of this country. And to that extent, he bears collective liability with the president for the failing of this government, which has led to a complete destruction of the Indian economy. You see, success, they say, has many fathers. failure is an offer. President, Vice President Baumia, who has been chairman of the economic management team and responsible for the management of the economy, is today distancing himself from President, Kufvartos, stigmatizing him, ostracizing him. Because he knows that this government he's a part of has been a monumental failure They have flattered to deceive on all their promises including the lofty promises Bahoumiya made in the run-up to the 2016 and 2020 elections. And they have deteriorated and worsened all the economic matrices and the buffers we bequeathed to them in 2015.
0: Well, the vice president says that that, in essence, is not something you can ultimately blame him for because he is just assisting, if you may and if you go to the constitution you touch on the constitution the constitution says as far as the vice president position is concerned that there shall be a vice president of ghana who shall perform such functions as may be assigned to him by this constitution or by the president is at the beck and call of the president is what exactly the, the, and the, the president, president only tells him what to do him the role of the
5: chairman of the economic management team which oversees the management of the entire economy in fact In the 2018 State of the Nation address, the president lauded the stellar leadership of Bawumia, the chairman of the economic management team, and attributed what he described as economic successes of his government to Bawumia. It is instructive to know that the president even didn't take the the credit. He gave the credit to Bawumia because he knows that Bawumia is the one who has assigned that task. The senior leader was of, of publicly lauded, President uh, Vice President Baunia's leadership of the economic management team, and said that they have come this far
0: because of the hard work of Bawumia. But the ultimate responsibility lies with the president, and not the vice president. Do you disagree with that? Can you repeat? U- that? Ultimate responsibility, even looking at the constitutional contest I just quoted, still lies with the president, and not him. But direct direct responsibility
5: for the economic management lies with Kenya. And ultimate responsibility lies with Akufuado, who gave him that eliminated authority. So two is the two inseparables. Like for mama said Jack, Toroto and the brother. They work together. They share the credit of their practices and they share the blame and liability for their failures. It is cowardly. It is dishonest, it is shameful, disgraceful, desperate for Dr. Bagunia after he has claimed credit for his stewardship as vice president to turn around and say that when it comes to the mess, he has got nothing to do with
0: it. Come st- st- stay with me, Sammy. Let me bring in Dr. Uh, Tia Kabiru Mahama, who joins us also. He's the economic advisor to the vice president. And, and, and Doc, the point that Sammy makes, is a point, is it not, because a substantive president assigned him to a role, a role that he says he's directly responsible for, if you take some his point. But the vice president himself yesterday applauded the team he'd worked with and defended the advice that they've given to the president. He, therefore, is part of a government that's collective responsibility that he cannot run away from.
5: Yeah, so so uh, thank you, Revan and uh, thank you, uh, like you said, I, I missed a uh, greater part of uh, some some uh, presentation and uh, I suppose to suggest that he's denying the fact that the vice president is just the vice president and that he had powers just like the president to do as he wishes. If that is the thinking, then I just think that uh, is not being true to the fact. The vice president was the vice president to the president, Ms. Nana Adi Denguakufa. His role was clearly spelled out for him to chair the economy management team and to have oversized responsibility and to lead the digitization of the Ghanaian economy as the vehicle for ensuring that we have uh, an advanced economy. So the Vice President clearly stated what he was, the task he was given to do. As the chair of the EMT, it was supposed to be an advisory body or committee, a sub-cabinet committee to the cabinet. And the cabinet ends with the president, who has the executive power, so much enormous executive power, entrusted into his hand by the Constitution of the Republic of Ghana. The vice president is not running away from the fact that he was part of the government. In fact, as a matter of fact, he started off his presentation and the presentation of his vision statement with the track record of Nana akufo and even stated clearly that. The record, no matter how bad the bad performance of this government, is the best performance of the NDC Yeah, government.
0: but 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 Kabiru, the point the point being made is the vice president. Yes, he himself says, "I am very proud of the quality of advice we have been providing over the years to the cabinet." And yet, as we've seen, we are facing a horrific economic crisis. He certainly takes equal responsibility for the failings of this government, as you know. Yeah. So the point is that then. You will be
5: asking them to visit the scene of the principal on the agent. The vice president, no matter if in line or in line with justice, cannot take responsibility. Take I mean vicariously for the offenses of the of the principal if there are any.
0: But he is okay. part but he's part of that group that collectively made the decision. And he says his advice to that group that made the decisions that got us where we are was that, high quality. That, that advice
5: ends or stops stops at the back of the president, Okay, It can be no matter how compelling your advice could be, no matter how standard you could advise a person, the person has the ultimate responsibility of accepting, implementing, or rejecting that. Okay, So if that person who has that responsibility to accept your advice is there, he cannot be there. And you then blame the mere advisor as the person responsible for everything. So it's the president's fault, not Bahamir's. The president has not even got for when it comes to the management of the Ghanaian economy. So who has? Basically, basically, the Ghanaian economy was faced with several challenges like any other economy. I know you've stayed in the UK. You have seen the UK horrific experiences of the economy collapse. You know other economies. Do you blame
0: global leadership for the failing of global economies? Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, it, it, everything is about leadership. Everything is about leadership. And mm-hmm. that is why some, well, that's why some countries had minimal impact on the economies no, than heard. others. Uh, me, just a second, I'll come to you. I mean, isn't that the fundamental point? It's about leadership. And Baumia is a leader in this government in his own space. He must certainly take part of the blame. So
5: now, if you want to accept the leader of the vice president, Dr. baumia in his own space, even if you want to assess him in his own space, then mark him against the role he was asked to perform. When he's falling short of those rules, then you can then blame him. But you can't assume that the vice president is part of the government and the fact that a cleaner is not doing his work, you have to blame him on the vice president when he's
0: not the ultimate responsibility. He, has, he hasn't got the ultimate responsibility. <laughs> uh, stay with me. I mean, and, and Sami, you, you, you criticized the vice president. But yesterday, <laughs> very, he, very he, he, he also put forth facts to make the point that even if they are bad, he says your period, in terms of how worse it is currently and what it used to be, let me quote him, it was far better than that of 2013 to 2016 period. This is a man you criticize, My brother, there is not
5: even a single economic matrix which is better today than it was in 2016, not one. They have collapsed the economy. There is no argument about that. We don't have time to talk about that. So let me just expose the duplicity of my good brother, Kabiru. How can Kabiru, in one breath say that Bawumia was a mere agent, hence cannot take liability or blame for the failings of the principal? And yet, in another breath, they give Bawumia credit for the successes of the principal why is bawumia being giving credit for one constitution ambulance agenda one 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 why why, why is, is it that in that case the women say they are not saying that the credit should go to a Kufu-Abe because bawumia was a mere agent hypocrisy hypocrisy that is what they are if the vice president is a mere advisor he is a mere agent then even my question is this how come that in 2016 Dr. Bawumia directed 170 questions at then vice president and chairman of the economic management team, Parkwesia Misata. Parkwesia Misata, was he a principal? Wasn't he a mere agent of Joe Mahama per their logic, per this this logic, the advances? So how come that Bawumia did not direct his so-called 170 questions at Mahama, the principal, but directed it at Parkwesia Misata? Because he knows that even though the president has ultimate responsibility, he has delegated the management of the economy to the vice who chairs the economic management team. And therefore, that vice president bears direct responsibility for the economy. This is simple. No amount of subterfuge can escape Baumia from responsibility. You, 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 you,
0: you say they, that committee bears direct responsibility for the economy. Is that really factual? Because they still have to go to par- uh, cabinet and in cabinet... The president has a final say. No, but, but Baumia is a member of cabinet.
1: He, yeah, is, the he coach is a co
0: or the vice chair of
5: cabinet. All the members of the economic management in the finance minister the Agric minister, the trade minister, all of them, they are members of cabinet. Yeah, but they are members. They don't have and the final the, say. They are in the majority in cabinet. But they don't so have the final say. Look at their number. Check the number
0: of the economic management it, It's team. not that about number. Team. It's not about number. They are the it's... majority in cabinet. But that, that's, not, that's not what the issue is. It's about who takes the final decision. It's the president. My brother, if the president takes a decision, that decision binds the vice president.
5: If Then bawomia should not even have agreed to be the running mate of, B- by agreeing to be the running mate of somebody and being on the same ticket of the, that person, it means that you are submitting to the vision and leadership of that person. His successes are your successes. His failures are your failures. This is simple. What can they understand about this? Because of electoral votes today, Bawomia wants to abandon the football, stigmatizing, ostracizing, really? Really, has he forgotten that it was Akufwadu who picked him from a place of oblivion and brought him into prominence? Has he forgotten what Akufwadu has done for him? I mean, Salimjevic told the that the r- sole reason why he made him running mate was because he was a renowned economist who had the magic one to transform the economy. Salimjevic was, was giving you credit in the 2018 sooner for transforming the economy. You were happy applauding, uh, smiling. Go and watch the video. Today, the economy is in a state of Kumatus. So you want a Akufuado to take all the blame for the mess? When you have the direct responsibility for managing the economy, the finance minister is under you. He's a member
0: of the emc I mean, Sammy, yeah, Sammy, just, B- just a B- second. Just a second, Sami. Did I just hear you defend the president, Nanarudanko Akufuado? Not def- no, but now Akufuado
5: is looking like a lonely old man. I am just feeling pity for him. That this is the time that his vice president who he entrusted with the management of the economy has to stand by him and say, Look, we take collective responsibility, we have failed. We could have done things better, we have failed. Now this vice president says, No, 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 no. As for the credit, it is mine. But as for the blame, it's solely that of a Kufu Come on, what kind of fucking ungrateful story is this? Chiakabiru. Yeah, I think I think this is not what the Vice President is portraying and to uh, simplify that and to trivialize that to say that the Vice President is running away from the records of the NP is to not to be not be factual. The Vice President defended and the first part of his speech was basically to defend the records of the NTP and to say that our worst performance was your best performance and that if you want <laughs> we can go to the data, we can go to the numbers and argue <laughs> about that. And even in any case, Mr. Semitia is speaking and I mean Seriously, for a man who wants to come back, who has had the ultimate responsibility as a president and failed the people of Ghana, and was booted out. He is now coming back to defend such a man, to say that such a man should rather be given an opportunity over a man who was not given an opportunity as a president. Come on, that would be the greatest injustice the Ghanaian people would do in terms of when you want to be fair to the past and to the issue. Because Mr. Mahmoud had the opportunity to be president. Now he cannot even apportion blame. When he was vice president, he had the same excuse that
1: Mr. Bowen had. As a vice president, he had the same excuse that he was a driver.